This episode is sponsored by the Learn Jazz Standards Inner Circle. If your goal is to level up your jazz playing this year and feel confident improvising over jazz standards, the Inner Circle has everything you need and more. With monthly jazz standard studies, a library of powerful courses, and a vibrant community of like-minded musicians, you're guaranteed to improve your playing every single month. Podcast listeners can get 50% off their first month when you go to ljsinnercircle.com. That's ljsinnercircle.com or find the link in the show notes. Now, on to today's episode. I'm jet lagged, I'm tired, I'm out of practice, and I've got a gig tomorrow. What do I do? Well, you're going to sit on one of my maintenance practicing sessions coming right up. Welcome to the LJS Podcast, where you get weekly jazz tips, interviews, stories, and advice for becoming a better jazz musician. And now your host, he's a jazz musician, author, and entrepreneur, Brent Bartstra. All right, my name is Brent. I am the jazz musician behind the website LearnJazzStandards.com, which is a blog, a podcast, and videos all geared towards helping you become a better jazz musician. Yes, indeed, I am jet lagged. I'm tired. Uh, I came back from an overnight flight, not last night, but the night before. So I basically had no sleep. I've been traveling. Uh, and, uh, you know, I slept last night, but, you know, I, I woke up this morning and I'm just still feeling it. I'm still just kind of worn out. And, uh, man, just traveling and then. I've been working so hard on the 30 Steps to Better Jazz Playing Practice Course relaunch that you've been hearing me talk about. Uh, at this point, actually, the, the by the time this episode comes out, it is launched. You can go to 30 Steps to Better Jazz Playing dot com if you want to check that out and what that's all about in case you haven't been listening to the show. Um, but the point is, have I been practicing? No, I have not been. And people sometimes are surprised when they ask me, oh, Brent, you're a professional musician. You must practice all the time. Absolutely not. And in fact, if you talk to a lot of professional musicians, like un- unless like their main thing is performing, which is a very small percentage of professional musicians, you know, a, a lot of us have to be doing education and all kinds of stuff like that. You know, we have to be very smart about when we practice. And I have a gig tomorrow night. So I woke up this morning and I'm like, man, it's podcast recording day, which is one of my favorite days of the week, by the way, when I record the podcast. I love doing this podcast. But I was thinking to myself, man, I need to I need to war- I need to practice a little bit. Like I need I need to do something just to like, you know, keep my keep myself in check here. And so I thought to myself, let's try a different podcast episode today, like something that I've never done before. Now, this could be the most boring podcast episode on earth. And you can feel free to tell me that if you go to the show notes today and leave me a comment or just email me and say, Brent, don't ever do a podcast episode like that ever, ever, ever. But I'm gonna do my best to make it educational along the way. Uh, I just want to, I actually think it might be nice to see what I actually do when I'm just trying to maintain my skills. And I call this maintenance practicing. It's it's not practice sessions where I learn new material. It's stuff where I just try to keep my fingers moving and try to you know keep in touch with my instrument and keep musical. And I know that a lot of us struggle with that. We have that issue. You know, we all have lives, we have jobs, we have families, you know, 
it's not always easy to get time with the instrument and we want to keep up our skills. So when we when we're in that 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 situation, we need to be doing some short maintenance practices. So that's what I'm going to be doing today. I'm going to be going through what I would typically do for a maintenance practice session. It's going to be a win-win because hopefully this will be helpful for you and educational for you and I'm going to get my practice session in uh, before I have to go uh, do some other work here. So without further ado, let's jump right into it. All right, so back in episode 124, not too long ago, I talked about the only big three things you need to be practicing as a jazz musician. So I talk about those three topics uh, that you should focus on to not waste your time, to really get the most out of your sessions. And those three topics are technique, jazz repertoire, and jazz language. So that's what I'm, I practice what I, what I preach. So that's what I'm going to be basing my maintenance practice session around. So the first category is technique. So there's an exercise I like to do that kind of just gets my fingers going, gets me warmed up, start to navigate my guitar uh, a little bit better. Uh, and so essentially what it is, is I go through the modes. I start with just going through the scale and then I do a pattern. Then I go through the arpeggios uh, going up and down the different modes of a key center. So I'm going to pick a key. Uh, let's do a flat major and a concert, a flat major. And so first I'm going to go up. Uh, the Ionian uh, mode. Now, I do two octaves. If you're a horn player, uh, maybe that's not possible, so you can just do one octave. But this is essentially how it goes. So I go up Ionian, so A flat major. Then I go down Dorian. Then I go up Phrygian. Then down Lydian. Then up Mixolydian. Then I go down Aeolian. Then up Locrian. And then I go two octaves, or is it three octaves? Down uh, the Ionian, all the way back down to where I started. Now, that's a little bit of a tricky one for guitar players. Actually, this is a great one because you start so high up on the neck and go down. But it doesn't matter what instrument you play. It's really good. So let me try that one more time. probably should have slowed that down um so there's that with the scale now just in case by the way if you're like hey what's a mode i don't even know what that is uh essentially you have a major scale and uh, a mode is just starting and ending that scale on a different scale tone so uh in the case of a flat major ionian is a starting on the first scale tone which is a flat uh in the case of dorian that would be the second note of the major scale so it would be b flat dorian uh, it would be C, Phrygian, and so on and so forth. Uh, so yeah, that's basically the basics of how modes work in case that's uh, you're completely confused with what I'm doing. So now, uh, I'm doing this really express here, but now let me try doing a pattern with it. So this pattern is uh, basically a one, three. So it's one, three, two, four, three, 
five. So basically, you're always moving up in major or minor thirds. So I'm going to do the same exercise, moving up and down the modes, but using these patterns. So let me let me try this here. Now down Dorian. Now up Phrygian. Now down Lydian. Up Mixolydian. Now down Aeolian. Now up Locrian. Now all the way down. So to conclude this exercise, I'm just going to do arpeggios now of all these. So the chord tones going up and down the modes, but of course, they're going to be spelling out seventh chords when I do this, different qualities of seventh chords. So root, third, fifth, seventh, and their variations of. So A flat Ionian, that's the major, that's a major arpeggio. And then we're going to go down Dorian, which is going to be a minor seventh arpeggio, so B flat minor. Phrygian is going to be minor as well. Then Lydian is going to be major. Major seventh, of course. All these are sevenths. And then we're going to go a dominant chord. So dominant seven, E flat dominant. And then we're going down Aeolian. So that's going to be minor chord. Now Locrian is going to be that half diminished arpeggio. Okay, then all the way down the Ionian, the major seventh chord. All right. That's how it goes. So that's a great exercise. You know, that feel, I feel like my fingers have loosened up a little bit. Now, I probably would spend a little bit more time on this, but I don't want to bore you to complete death here. So I'm going to move on to the next section of my practice session, uh, which is going to be repertoire. Now, in the, this case, I'm not learning new material, right? This is a maintenance practice session. So I'm just going to pick a tune and, and since I'm a guitar player, I'm going to do like a solo guitar rendition, you know, um, of this tune. Now, if you were, if you're a horn player or any instrument that doesn't do chords and melodies at the same time, um, then simply just pick a tune with a metronome or, you know, if you want a, even a backing track and just play the melody, maybe do a little improvisation and play the melody out. The idea is just to like start to get a little bit more musical with it and do a little bit of, you know, reminding yourself of a song, uh, preferably one at this point that you'd actually know fairly well. I mean, if, if you need to refresh your memory on one, that's also a good choice too. But this is mostly just to, you know, keep in touch with your, your instrument. So yeah, pick any song. I'm going to pick 
Polka Dots in Moonbeams. It's a great ballad. So let me, I'm just going to do a little solo guitar rendition of it. So that'll do the trick. Just a little getting the fingers going, uh, getting some music playing, you know, getting your brain in that frame of mind. Uh, you know, I would probably do a little more stuff here. Like, let's see, uh, maybe just like playing over a blues. I think a blues is a great thing to maybe get some improvisation working on. So, you know, you would probably set up a metronome and work on the blues a little bit. Thank you. 
just improvising a little bit, you know, I'm going to, again, express version of this practice session. Although I will say, like I said, I don't usually have a lot of time to practice. So this is probably, uh, this is probably about the time I have here. So, you know, that would be a good idea if you're doing a maintenance practice session. Spend some time improvising, probably with a metronome. You know, I didn't have my metronome set up, but, you know, with a metronome or, or even a backing track if you need that, uh, just to have some context for you. All right. So the next section of the practice session is jazz language, right? Now, again, for a maintenance practice session, I don't want to learn new stuff. So what I would suggest doing is uh, taking a lick that you know really well and just uh, taking it through some keys. You know, if you have time to do all 12, if it's, it's, it's one you already know, so it might not be so hard, but take it through all 12 keys or just take it through a few different keys the idea here is that you're just taking a little bit of musical information and you know trying to really ingrain uh, something that you like into your playing. So you know you're just maintaining this idea that you have, not necessarily so that you're going to play it ro- uh, verbatim in the next gig you play or jam session, but that it just it's in the back there and it's probably going to manifest itself somehow through your playing. So. Let me just pick uh, the. Oh, here's a lick that I just I always teach it to everybody. Um, so I'm, I'll just do this for simplicity's sake. Uh, it's this major two five one lick. Sounds like this, right? You may have even heard me play this before. So it's over a two five one, a major two five one. So in the key of concert C major, it's D minor seven. G7, C major 7. It starts by just outlining that D minor 7th chord. Then hits that flat 9 of the G7. And then resolves to the 3rd of the 1 chord, the C major 7. So... In episode 117, uh, I talk about how to practice licks in all 12 keys. That's a great episode to listen to if you want to really dig in further into that. That's learnjazzstandards.com forward slash episode 117 if you want to check that out or just find that on your uh, app or whatever you're listening to this podcast on. That one, I really go into much more detail of how I actually do this. But just for express purposes here... Um, let's start this one in the key. I like to go in the circle of fourths. So C, F, B flat, E flat, A flat, D flat, G flat, B, E, A, D, G. That's just a way to do it that's not chromatic. You can take out flashcards and do random ones, however you like to do it. But So in the key of concert C. Okay, concert F. Concert B flat. Concert E flat. Then A flat. I felt a little shaky. Let me try one more time. All right, and then D flat. Ah, oh, one more time. Okay, now G flat. Now B. 
Yeah, see, all keys are not created equal in your mind, right? Some of them are harder to do than others. That's why you do this. All right, let's just move on, though, to E. All right, A. Then D. And then finally G. Okay, so that's just going through all 12 keys. Now, as I do suggest in... Well, as we do go over in my course, 30 Steps to Better Jazz, playing other things, we break things down. Usually you don't do that. You don't take things through all 12 keys. You work on a few, uh, you know, every single practice session. But again, this is a maintenance practice session. I'm just trying to run through some material, trying to get my fingers moving. I'm trying to get myself to think musically and, and, you know, just spend time with my instrument because I don't have a lot of time. So I literally, literally, I literally do not have time to practice too much more. Um, so I am literally going to stop, but here's the deal. Think about this for a second. Uh, what I've done is I've done some tech technique. I've gotten my fingers moving together. I've, I've, you know, exercised them a few different ways. I've started to connect my brain to my instrument, right? So I'm getting those chops warmed up again. I'm jet lagged. I haven't practiced in, in a while cause I've been traveling and I've been working overtime on this course. So that's, that hasn't been happening so much. So I'm, that's happened. That's good. Then I spent a little bit of time just playing some solo guitar, since I'm a guitar player, over a tune. That got me to think a little bit creatively. Um, you know, got my, my hands to work in a way that creates actual music. Uh, you know, I didn't really spend time practicing the blues. If I had a little more time, that's what I would do. I would play the blues a little bit. I would uh, maybe practice improvising with a metronome over top of a tune. You know, just get a little bit more of that. But I, it doesn't matter. I did some of that. I'm feeling good about that. And then uh, just here at the end, very quickly, I took a small musical phrase into different keys. Now, again, in that episode where I talk about taking things through all 12 keys, I talk about the benefits of doing that. But even just spending five or 10 minutes doing that uh, is incredibly helpful, like incredibly helpful just to start getting your fingers to think about musical ideas in different keys. Um, and, and just to exercise that, that stuff, you know, get, get that inside my head a little bit more. Um, you'll be surprised the benefits of if, if you're someone like me who doesn't always have a lot of time to practice, um, and you need to do a little bit of maintenance practicing like this, this is, uh, really beneficial. It will really help you the next time you get up and you do have to perform, even if you don't have a lot of time to prepare. Um, obviously, for those of you who are uh, beginners or just starting out and you're like, I want to improve quickly as a jazz musician, this is not the way to do it. Maintenance practicing is not necessarily the way to do it. That's why I created my course, 30 Steps to Better Jazz Playing, where there's a real clear process. Uh, it's an intensive process uh, that really builds and builds and you're learning new information. But if you're someone who just needs to keep their chops up, um, who has limited time and just needs to keep things together, these maintenance practice sessions are great. And you can feel good that you've done a good day's work, even if it's only 25 minutes or 30 minutes, roughly what I've been spending here, maybe even a little bit less uh, doing it. 
Okay, so that's my maintenance practice session. Uh, I <laughs> hopefully that was not boring, but that was really helpful for me. So thank you so much for letting me practice on the show today. Uh, let me know what you think about this kind of a show, by the way. So feel free to leave a comment in the show notes today, uh, or just uh, holler at me, send me uh, send me an email, tweet at me, whatever you want to do. Uh, feel free to let me know. But that is all for this practice session. All right, that's all for today's show. Thanks so much for joining me. Thanks for listening into my practice session. I hope that you learned something from it or that you found some encouragement from it or uh, got a good idea about how I like to practice, even if I have a very little bit of time, but just want to keep things going and rocking. Um, now, I don't want to bang you over the head with this, but uh, you know, my 30 Steps to Better Jazz Playing course is now out. It's uh, relaunched. You can go to 30 Steps to Better Jazz Playing if you're interested in that. Uh, there's that free mini course that you have to take to get into it first, but that's how you can do that. Now, if you got value from this podcast episode or any of the podcast episodes that I do, um, help me out, help us out by going to iTunes or your favorite podcasting service. Leave a kind rating and review. It just shows other people, hey, this is a show we're listening to, uh, you know, I learned from it and I want other people to learn from it. So that just really is a great way to help us out. Takes about, I mean, technically you do it like 15 seconds or 30 seconds, maximum a minute, maximum a minute. Okay. So just go ahead, do that, leave a rating and a review. Uh, appreciate that so much. All right. Next week, we're coming out with a brand new episode. I'll see you back then. Thanks for listening to the LJS podcast brought to you by LearnJazzStandards.com. Subscribe to the series on iTunes. And don't forget to join our jazz community at learnjazzstandards.com forward slash newsletter. Hey, podcast listener, would you like to ask me a jazz question and get it answered here on the show? Then go to learnjazzstandards.com forward slash ask. That's learnjazzstandards.com forward slash ask. I look forward to hearing your question and answering it on a future podcast episode. LearnJazzStandards.com forward slash ask or find the link in today's show notes.